Hello and welcome to The Adventures of Superman from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Kellogg's Pep. P-E-P, Pep. Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, presents... The Adventures of Superman. Today, as Clark Kent returns to Metropolis with Bucky Taylor, the far-flung enemies of world peace are alerted by the man without a face and commanded to stand by for immediate action. Hello there, gang. This is your pal, Dan McCullough. Say, you know what I heard? Well, I heard that you fellows and girls are practically making a stampede for packages of Kellogg's Pet these days. Because, of course, it's it's such a sunny, golden, toasted, whole wheat flake cereal. And because it's the prize package where you get those exciting comic buttons in Pep's new series. Real, true-to-life pictures of your favorite funny sheep characters. Eighteen of them in all, like a Pat Patton and Tess Trueheart and Chief Brandon, Vitamin Flintheart, Judy and Corky, and Superman, of course. And every single one said, doggone real, you'd think those comic strip characters could talk. Why, it's no end of fun to compare notes with your friends to see who's got the most different buttons and to trade duplicates, too. And these pep comic buttons are so easy to get. You don't send it any money, not even a box stop. And you can't buy them anywhere. All you do is to look for your comic button inside each package of Kellogg's Pep you open. And look for some mighty swell eating at breakfast, too. These whole wheat flakes taste doggone sunny and golden toasted and delicious. Good for you, too. Sure, give you a vitamin B1, an energy vitamin, and that important sunshine vitamin D that Mom knows you need so much. So ask Mom to get you some P.E.P., the sunshine cereal Kellogg's Pep. And now, the adventures of Superman. Knowing that a former Daily Planet correspondent had learned of his plot against the World Peace Organization and had written down the details of it before he was shot, a mysterious individual known only as the Man Without a Face captured young Bucky Taylor, orphaned son of the late correspondent. Imprisoned in an ancient French castle, Bucky was forced to reveal the hiding place of his father's story and then left to die. Superman rescued the boy and went with him to the former Nazi concentration camp where the plucky youngster had hidden his father's story. But when they arrived... The story was gone. And to make matters worse, Bucky had forgotten the names of the men involved in the plot against the peace organization. As we continue now on the peaceful, deserted grounds of what had once been a vile German concentration camp, Bucky says, See, Superman, the last two years, when I was in this concentration camp, and then dodging the Nazis all over Europe, I made myself forget the names. So if the Nazis caught me and tortured me, I wouldn't be able to tell them. Uh-oh, this isn't so good, Bucky. You can't recall any details of the plot against the World Peace Organization either? No, sir. You see, Dad never had a chance to tell me much about that. I see. All I remember is Dad saying that unless the plot was stopped, the World Peace Organization would be wrecked and we'd probably have another world war. He wasn't fooling. But look, Bucky, about the names of those men involved. You say your father told you they were the two men who were working for the man without a face? That's right. He said something about their being in the perfect spot when the time came. But nobody would ever suspect them or something like that. Uh-huh. Does that mean anything to you? Well, I'm not sure, but it does give me an idea. 
Look, son, if you heard those names again, do you think you'd recognize them? Why, uh, I think so. Good. You're going to get the chance to try. How? I'll explain later in Metropolis. Metropolis? Are we going there? Yes, but first we're going to stop off in La Havre to see Herbert Calkins. Up under my arm with you. Who's Herbert Calkins? One of Scotland Yard's best detectives who's been working on this case with me. Incidentally, you're going to meet another friend, Clark Kent. The reporter? Oh, my dad told me about him. Good. All set now? Let her rip. All right, hang on then. Here we go. Up and away! I am relieved to see you. I've been searching for you since last night. Sorry to worried you, Hawkins. I've had the local police, the French intelligence, and everyone else looking all over for you. I'm sorry to have caused all this trouble, but I... Tell me all about it, old chap. You say you found Bucky Taylor? I have. Where is the lad? He's taking a nap right now. Had a pretty rugged time of it, you know. I dare say. Well, uh, bring me up to date on everything, will you, old boy? I'm fairly bursting to hear what you know. Right. I'll be as brief as possible because we've got to work fast. So here it is. After I left you at the hospital last night, I checked... without a face, must have flown directly to the Organborg concentration camp, dug up the story that Bucky's father wrote. And now that he's sure nobody else can find out about it, he'll be able to go through with his plot to wreck the World Peace Organization. Hmm. Bucky has no idea of what the plot is, eh, old boy? No, but I'm taking him to Metropolis, where I'm going to show him a certain list of names, among which I'm hoping the two his father mentioned will be included. What list? Oh, in Metropolis, you say? I get it. Yes. If those names are on the list and Bucky recognizes them... We'll have a lead to the man without a face. And maybe we'll be able to stop him before the damage is done. That's a pretty long chance, eh, what? Well, we've got to take it and hope it pays off. Now, look, Hawkins, here's what I'd like you to do. Yes? See that all the information we've got is given to the British and French intelligence. Tell them we have reason to believe that the man without a face is really Count von Luder, an individual whom the inner circle of Nazis called Hitler's brain. I'll do it at once. Maybe we can turn something up from that. I hope so. Well, I'll be leaving now. One moment, old chap. There's still something I don't quite understand. Yes, what's that? In the 18 hours since I last saw you, you've been to Germany, to that blooming French castle at Cape Renee, then back to Germany to the concentration camp, Uh and now back here to Le Havre. There's only one way you could have done all that, old man. Now, look. And that is if you're Superman. Oh, please, Hawkins. Let's not go into that routine again. You know every minute counts. Very well, but I just want you to know, old boy, that I think I've got you this time. Not really, old bean. Distances in Europe are short, you know, especially with a fast fighter plane. But you didn't have a plane at your disposal. Uh, Or did you? (laughs) I didn't say I did. What? No, 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 no. Look here, old top. You're just trying to confuse me. <laughs> oh, and... stop it, Hawkshaw. We haven't time to play games. I've got to pick Bucky up and push on to Metropolis. Good luck. I'll be seeing you again. You certainly will, old boy. One day I'm going to prove definitely whether you are or are not uh, you know who. <laughs> That'll be the day. Cheerio, Kendall chap. Uh, I'll carry on here. Good. Oh, uh, Ken. Yes? Please pay my respects to Perry White and Miss Lane. Thanks, I will. I'm heading their way now. Any word from Clark yet, Chief? Uh, nothing, Lois. Not since that cable a couple of days ago telling us he's in France. But why should he bother to keep me posted on what goes on? I'm only his editor, after all. Oh, now relax, Chief. I'm sure he would have cabled us again if he'd found out anything about Bucky Taylor. He knows how worried we are. Yeah, a lot he cares about that. 
The trouble with him is he's got a swelled head. Oh, now, look, I don't think so, Chief. And so have you. I? Yes, you. Well, if you and Kent manage to pick up a lucky scoop now and then, and when you do, you get too big for your britches. Well, I Then like... the first thing I know, you're both trying to run the whole paper. Now, wait a minute. I think you're being... I've unfair. had enough of it. How dare he chase off to France without even a buy your leave, and then send me one measly cable which says exactly nothing. But, Chief, maybe he's in a spot where I don't... Can't... I, I, I won't have it, you hear me? I, I'll fire the both of you. That's what I'll do. Oh, murder. Do we have to go through that again? There's room for only one editor in this shop by Caesar, and I'm it. And you two will have to get that through your head so you're through. You understand? Home, sweet home. Fire again. Clark! Chief, look! Come on in, Bucky. Bucky? Folks, I want you to meet Bucky Taylor. It, it is Bucky. Well, yes, sir, and I remember you. You're Mr. White. How are you, sir? Oh, fine. Fine, son, fine. I, I'm delighted to see you. Oh, thank you so much. Oh, I can't tell you how... How... Well, what, what a pleasure it is to, to see you well and, and safe. Oh, it does feel good. Bucky, this is Lois Lane, our star reporter. <clears throat> Next to me. How do you do, Miss Lane? Welcome home, Bucky. I'm happy to see you. Thanks, Miss Lane. I'm sure glad to be here. Now, listen, please, everyone. There's something very important. Now, wait, wait, wait. Hold up. We can make the afternoon editions with this story. So get a rewrite man in here, Lois. And okay. can't you start... Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, Chief. Come back here, Lois. Nobody must know that Bucky is here, that he's alive. Not yet. Hey, why not? What do you mean, Clark? If the man without a face hears of it, Bucky's life will be in danger, and that goes for everyone else around this shop. You said it. Who, who, who did you say? A man known only as the man without a face is behind a plot skip it, to... Give it, Bucky. There's no time to explain now. But now, got... now, don't give us that fast brush-off routine, Clark. Believe me, Lois, every second counts. The future of the World Peace Organization, and perhaps of the whole world, is at stake. What? Look, what is this? What are you talking about? You take my word for it. Now, listen, Chief. You know the secretary of the World Peace Organization, don't you? Why, of course I do. I had dinner with him last night. Fine. But what is... I want you to get him on the phone and ask him to let Bucky and me examine the names of everyone connected with the organization. Everyone. Delegates, secretaries, undersecretaries, servants, everybody. You think he'll do it? I don't see why not. All I can tell you now is that I believe two men who are working with the mysterious man without a face to plunge the world into another war are connected with the World Peace Organization in some capacity. Good but heavens! Bucky's father told him the names of those men before he was shot by the Nazi Gestapo. Yes. But the boy's forgotten them. Well, I'm hoping he'll recognize the names when he sees them. Oh, I get it. Uh, but wait, Kenny. Believe me, Chief, there isn't a second to waste. Get the secretary of the World Peace Organization on the phone right now. Tell him Bucky and I are on our way and we'll be there in a few minutes. Come on, Bucky. Let's go. <laughs> Taking Bucky Taylor by the arm, Clark Kent hurries him from Perry White's office, bound for the headquarters of the World Peace Organization. We'll be back in a moment for the exciting climax of today's episode. So stand by. You know, when you get a picture of one of your friends, you want it to look real and lifelike. Well, that's one reason why that new series of comic buttons from Packages of Kellogg's Pet is making such a hit with all you fellows and girls. Because these pictures of your funny paper friends are real and lifelike. Sure, look like they could almost speak. And there are 18 of them in all, like Brenda Starr and, and Cindy and Spud, Little Moose, Goofy and Beezy, and Superman himself. And you can have no end of fun working on your collection and trading duplicates with your pals. And you're doggone proud to wear these pep comic buttons on your jacket or your dress or cap because they're really smart looking. Now, how you get these prizes is important. You don't send in a single penny, not even a box stop. And you can't buy them anywhere. All you do is to ask mom to get you some Kellogg's Pep. And inside every package you open, there's your comic button, your exclusive prize. Yes, and Pep has an exclusive on good eating, too, because it's loaded with that catchy sunshine flavor that your appetite takes to at breakfast time. Every spoonful of those toasted whole wheat flakes is so crisp and fresh and delicious, 
Well, you practically can't resist it. So ask Mom to get P-E-P, the sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pep. As Clark Kent and Bucky Taylor hurry to the headquarters of the World Peace Organization, two middle-aged, distinguished-looking men are in a house surrounded by tall hedges in an exclusive suburb of Metropolis. Seated at a small table playing backgammon, they suddenly stiffen in their chairs, their game forgotten, as a radio signal shatters the stillness of the room. Listen, the short wave. Yes, turn it up quickly. Attention, I speak for the face. Ah, this is it. Quiet. He arrives within the hour. Stand by for immediate action. That is all. He's on the way here. That means he must have found the Daily Planet correspondent's story. Of course, now at last our time has come. Their eyes gleaming, the two middle-aged, distinguished-looking men reach for the two glasses on the table, raise them to each other in a silent toast, and then drink happily. Who are these men? Stand by for immediate action, said the message. Will Clark Kent's desperate hope that Bucky Taylor will see and recognize the names of the two accomplices of the man without a face on the rolls of the World Peace Organization succeed and in time? Don't miss tomorrow's tense, exciting episode, fellows and girls. Tune in, same time, same station. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pet. For excitement, the adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Say, gang, you know what it means when Kellogg's Rice Krispies go snap, crackle, and pop in milk? Why, it means they're crisp. Crisp as crisp can be. Sure, Kellogg's Rice Krispies are the only cereal so crisp they snap, crackle, and pop. That's why you see so much of those little famous elves, you know, snap, crackle, and pop in cartoons and on the Rice Krispies package. They stand for the crispiness of Kellogg's golden bubbles of oven-popped rice. The one and only snap, crackle, and pop cereal, Kellogg's Rice Krispies. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.